right now, so we're starting now. We're in. So welcome to the fucking podcast. <laughs> um, it's Into the Woods, episode 46. I'm with Luke Zach, Luke Albert Zach, guy with three first names. Dude, it was just your birthday. How old are you now? I've been 27. I'm glad you remembered. This dude. is 20, 27 years old. I only said happy birthday to you because I saw it on Facebook, just so you know. I would never say happy birthday to anybody <laughs> that's over the age of 15. Dude, well, it makes me feel special. Thank you. I appreciate that. I don't... Like, you're drinking monster water, and I have this fucking new addiction of monster at work, especially buying... If I'm in your vending machine, mm-hmm. I'll buy the shit out of a monster. Dude, it's, it's delicious, but have you ever had the water? No, I've never had the fucking water. So, you remember those little barrels called hugs? Mm-hmm. It tastes like that on crack. Imagine that infused with crack, and that's, that's what it equals to. Well, I've been drinking the fucking uh, sugar-free bullshit, like the white ones and the purple ones. The one with the little light blue label? No, I mean, yeah, that has sugar-free too, but I've been drinking like the purple, it's literally purple haze is what they think they call it. <laughs> yeah, does it give you that extra juice you need to get through the day? No, it doesn't give me anything actually because I'm so fucking done with <laughs> caffeine. But anyways, uh, yeah, this is my first real guest. I've had my dog on and then he died. And then, which is sad, now everyone, now the comedy's gone. And then my girlfriend was on just to be forced and then she tried to make me watch a Netflix show because of it and I would never fucking do that. What Netflix show? It was some bullshit. I never watched it because I would never do that. <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, you got to be a man of standards. I have I have some goddamn, uh, I don't even know what the word is. Like, <laughs> I, I, I care about myself. I would never watch crappy shows. We watched a crappy <laughs> show. It was called like End of the Fucking World. It was actually good. And it was like British teens that murdered somebody. I don't even want to get into it. Because it was sounds like a Riverdale type mm-hmm. deal, and I I just can't waste my yeah time it was, yeah it was fucking uh, it was uh, basically just British people doing an American sitcom, but it was actually really interesting because hmm. I'm into British people, man. I, have a very I good actually friend who's British. I actually like British people more than I like American people, especially right now. Yeah, well, there's a lot going <laughs> on, especially in Cleveland. I know, I couldn't figure it out. I was on board with all the uh, the protests. I was on board. I was like, I'm one of the white people that would post something on Facebook and be like, look, I'm, I'm in. Yeah, right. I was one of the whiteies that was on I was on board. <laughs> uh, I'm not one of those, those fucking whiteies that would say, like, they say shit. Like, I could probably pull it up now and it would pop up. But people are like, oh, uh, this is a protest. Like, I'm not telling people how to protest. I was sure. in. Right. I was fucking in. I was, you know, it's bad. Dude, it's gotten gotten pretty crazy. I have a good buddy who went down there, and uh, he, he kind of had the first-hand view of everything getting set on fire and whatnot, and he said it was uh, it was otherworldly were his exact words. Yeah, I saw some fucking shitty... Uh, I never... I'm not into, like, destroying things, so <laughs> I I wouldn't do that. Yeah. Right. I, uh, I thought about it this morning when I woke up and saw all the stuff that was happening yesterday, and I uh, looked at it, and I was like, I don't know what a... Because they destroyed the Colossal Cupcake shop. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't know if Cupcakes had a stance on George Floyd dying. No, probably not. No, probably not at all. And I didn't really want to talk about this because I think in... Uh, I saw a lot of creators... I don't know if I'd put myself in that uh, thing, but Dude, I do have big. this... I do have this podcast. I do have this... I have a funny story before we get into the, the shitty stuff, before you know everyone turns us off. I, um, I got this... I got reached out to by a sponsor, and I have the emails. Wow. So they were looking to sponsor me. Like, it was going to be nice. It was going to be a nice sponsorship. And they right. go, I'm not going to out the people because they might even be fucking listening. Well, yeah, it might, be, <laughs> might be too early to pull the trigger. No, it's even worse because they said, <laughs> um, 
Thanks for your interest. And we're actually interested. Thanks for uh, reaching out and everything. And I'm like, okay, cool. And they're like, but in order to get a sponsorship, we prefer a minimum of 500 downloads per episode. And considering there's interest between both of us, we'd love to consider working with you in the future. And when you have a larger base of listeners, and that was the most humbling, <laughs> depressing shit. <laughs> They're like, yeah, yeah, you could be good, yeah. but prove it to they us. They were like listening, they're like, this is actually good. And then they're like, wait, this guy, how many followers do you have? Mm. Well, you know. Not enough. So if it's you, promise. Yeah. It's hope. It's the future. Dude, it's there. They, uh, they, were, they were cool about it, but I, I will talk about the, I feel like a lot of people, um, I, I know a lot of people who were in on the George Floyd thing. I'd be, I feel like we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about it because it's, it is the most pressing thing. I mean, yeah, it happened last night. It's it's all over the country. Yeah, just to talk about, like, I can't, I'm not, I'm not going to tell people, I don't like when people say things like, oh, they're going to be, um, like, I don't like when people say you have to protest a certain way or whatever. You right. do whatever how you feel. I'm not going to tell people how to feel. I don't like that. I think that people have definitely taken advantage of uh i mean i don't know if anyone knows this if anyone's ever read a book but uh black people have had a pretty rough go uh of it here in the united states especially rec- uh, especially before and now even recently um i would say they have a pretty rough go yeah they've uh so if they're if they're upset and that's how they want to feel like that's how they want to feel i can't be the one to say hey maybe we shouldn't do this i don't think everyone's the one beating buildings up and stealing things i don't think that's how it is but i don't really feel i don't feel bad for uh for an auto zone in minneapolis no especially not the corporations and most of the people who stand with them most of these business owners are like you know what we have insurance we'll get it back there's there's reasonable cause for a lot of it but yeah i think i think a lot more falls on what happens after i mean so all this is happening the riots are happening there may be more you can't stop it but after the world they're gonna have the world's ear everyone's going to be listening and watching right. and they need to step forward together and you know implement it find a governor find a senator find a local representative to go to work for them and actually put laws in place to change this stuff yeah i don't think it's as easy as uh like it's not as simple i just realized we're fucking recording through so hold on i just this is this is the charm of this podcast everybody this is you can wear those because that's your fucking mic I was like, why am I so goddamn fucking loud? Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So now... I'm not oh, cutting yeah, this out, yeah. by the way. So this is loud as shit. Yeah. That's you. Yeah. You can just keep that. That's sensitive as shit and has gorilla tape on it, if you didn't know, because I broke it one day. <laughs> All right. So. Um, but yeah, as I was saying, I don't think... Um, I don't think people recognize, like, when I see, especially, like, fucking white people that have never been through anything, we don't have this problem. At least I don't. I don't want to speak for you, but... When I am on the street and a cop is following me, I don't worry about dying. Correct. I don't yeah. worry about being shot. I don't worry about being taken to jail for doing something, you know, whatever. I don't, I mean, I know I'm oversimplifying, but not really because I know a lot of people in my life, um, you know, especially, I don't like to put like, I'm not going to say people of color because I feel like that's such a white person way of saying black. <laughs> but um, I would say black people, like I know people that have been in that area and they've moved 16 to 20 times as a child and I've lived in two homes, you know right. what I mean? Like I've had it. And that's not when, when I say white privilege and I see it thrown around a lot, it's like, Oh, white privilege. And it's a picture of a poor white person or a homeless white person. I'm like, Oh, this is so ridiculous because you're talking about white privilege is not, Oh, I was born with a trust fund. You know, like we're in a fucking 
random condo. Right. Like, it's not like we're living in a mansion because we're white. Yeah, it's, we just it's have that a, you don't have to walk down the street and worry about, you know, a cop pulling up on you yeah. and being off base. Yeah, and then we're not also worried about, like, our jobs. Like, we're given a little bit more benefit of the mm-hmm. doubt. I think that's, like, where it starts. And so when I when you say, like, get a governor and stuff on your side, I get that stuff. But also, I can't make, like, I mean, the people in my own life that I've had to throw kind of, like, away because I'm not a, like, I'm not. Like, when people say, like, I mean, the N-word, right, for example, mm-hmm. people say that to me, and I'm like, ah, oh, it's just not cool. You know, I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. Like, dude, that's just not cool, because I'm not in on the, like, the N-word stuff, so I can't make people care about other people the way I do. Yeah, and it's tough. I mean, I mean, calling them out on it, which has been done multiple times, yeah. I mean, you can't change their mind. Yeah, you can't change base. the way they feel. And, and it's unfortunate. It's because yeah. they, they were just taught that, and, and they believe it wholeheartedly. And I, I really, I feel bad for them. I feel even worse for the people that they inflict their, you know, totally ignorant beliefs on. Yeah. I'm not like a, like, I'm not also one of the people I'm like, oh, I don't see color. Like, I fucking hate those, those people. Like, those, I don't see color. Like, I see the color of people. Like, that's not, I'm not being silly. <laughs> um, I see, like, those people, but I don't have a bias against them. Like, I've had plenty of, of, of color friends, and I have did air quotes for people that can't see, because no one can see. Um, I've had plenty of minority friends, like Hispanic, Asian, it doesn't matter. I don't think, I guess that's just the way I've come up with it. I've never had like an, an issue with people like that, but I know plenty of people that do and I feel bad for them because then things like this happen and they just group them together. And I know they say, oh, we shouldn't group together police officers, but I'm like, oh, well, maybe we shouldn't group together Arabs because that's what we've all done. You know what I mean? For the last 20 years. We just made this distinction that those people are terrorists and we go over there and kill them. So I think it's it's tough, especially you can't have bad cops. Chris Rock did this awesome joke like in 2018. He's like, you can't have – there's some professions you just can't have bad apples. I'm going to fucking butcher the joke. No, it's, no I, know, yeah. I know the exact joke. I know the exact quote. And then he's like, you're gonna, you can't have bad apples. Planes don't land with bad pilots. And I'm like, oh, we have some pilots that like to land. Like I fucking butchered it, but you get what I'm saying. It's just so – I don't know, it's just so shitty that some people... Well, it's tough. It's tough when you have three months and then you're thrown into a job where you're yeah. taught that everyone around you is a threat and you you don't stand with them, you stand against them to protect or infer whatever justice yeah. is there. I think that that's where it has to start. Like, Not only in like, people's beliefs and minds. I know we can't change. Like, I can't change if your neighbor or my neighbor feels shitty about right. uh, certain people. I can't change that. But I think it has to start, especially with police, like... Maybe better training. Like, I don't know. I'd be a bad racist cop if I was a cop. Because if, if all cops are racist, I'd be the worst. Because the moment I was doing something bad, like this cop, I, I mean, we've all seen the video. Like, of him kneeing on his neck. Mm-hmm. I'd be such a bad racist cop because I'd be I'd be doing that. I'd see somebody recording me. Right. And I would just be like, oh, uh, I got to get up. I would just get up because I'd be like, oh, fuck. Like, now I'm caught. <laughs> so I'd be the most shitty racist cop if like, me and all these other cops were, were being corrupt and whatever. <laughs> I'd be the worst. I'd be like, oh, we can't do this. Like, they'd be just, like, beating the shit out of them. I'd be like, oh, I can't do that. It, it makes me think. They ha- they have to be less intelligent. They see people recording them, and they continue to do yeah. these stupid activities. Yeah, it's like the shock value would almost make me stop doing everything. So they have to have – they there's something missing there. There's something from their personality that's missing there. Yeah, I never understood why they would do – like, even then, like, if he was even doing fake bills – I guess is like the that's the the crime he was allegedly committing. I don't know. I mean, we'll never know. But 
he uh, allegedly was giving fake bills or fake checks, and I've heard people say Who? just the George Floyd. That's like what he was in trouble for. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that's, that's allegedly. I don't, I don't. That's know. illegal, all in well, but no right to ever. Yeah, like ever do what was done. <laughs> yeah, I've seen a bunch of photos of the. Who was the whatever the kid was that killed those people in that church in uh, South Carolina years ago? I think it was mm. like Dylan Roof. Mm. He had um, they, they get arrested, and then the kid that on February on uh, Valentine's Day in Florida when he killed all those kids at school uh, years ago in Florida. Mm-hmm. Yep, like these people get arrested so nicely, and then you know it's clearly a problem when a, a black man is giving a bad twenty dollar bill allegedly and is then murdered because of it it's just so it's so shitty and i don't know how to do well dude yeah yeah exactly that that's the hardest part i don't know either i don't know what the proper course of action to yeah. fix these things here because because it, it's not written and it hasn't been done it yeah. should have been done in the 60s yeah right you feel like like how many times like i've been seeing people post like martin luther king uh fucking post and it's so it's such a cop-out for those people because they're like Oh well, Martin Luther King—he dressed like in a suit and he walked. And I'm like, yeah, he also blocked highways, and you don't like that. And then he fucking—if you had even seen—they came out with a movie. It was called Selma, like six years ago. And if you didn't know anything, go watch the movie, and it'll tell you. Hey, Selma—it didn't end very peacefully. None of these ever end peacefully. Rosa Parks—I know it's commercialized in our society, but it didn't end peacefully. She was torn off a bus. You know, it wasn't like she was escorted off nicely. Because that's—I think that white people have this thing where. Even just a couple weeks ago, when we were all fighting over toilet paper at the fucking Target, <laughs> we were all just, you know, told to, oh, well, can you leave? Can you leave? Yeah, they do what the media tells them. Yeah, do. they go to the fucking Target, they buy yeah. all the toilet paper, and they fight about it. And it's like, well, instead of being kicked out, these people are being murdered. So, I don't know, it's fucking tough. I don't want to talk about it the whole time, because it's... Uh, no, th- those are those are two... I mean, they're both issues of groupthink. Yeah. So, both are all issues of groupthink, especially with whoever starts the rioting... You know, people will just naturally get involved, good or bad people. When you're around, whether it was protesters, whether cops broke everything, Antifa, no matter who it may be, you fall into that system of people just watch, and they do. Yeah. Well, that's what I think. I told, uh, I was talking to uh, Dana, my girlfriend, she was talking about it, and I was like, yesterday when we were out, and she was like, uh, I hope it doesn't get bad, and I had said that to her too, and I was like, well, I hope it doesn't get bad either, but all it takes is like, it's like anything. If one person... Uh, we had been in traffic on a two-lane road one time, and there was a way out. We were in Canada, and you can get out over the grass. Mm-hmm. And all it took was one person to go on the grass, and then multiple people and drove up on the grass. So they, if some, someone breaks a window, everyone's like, oh, fuck, fuck the windows. They'll break the windows. Okay. They'll steal all the shit. So I don't think it's these bad people that are doing all this stuff. I don't think they're all bad people. I think it's a couple of people that you know, take it too far. And I, and I think they have every right to be upset. I just don't know how, like, yesterday hit home for, like, me because that stool that that guy was using to break that cupcake window, I know I go back to it, but uh, I might have sat on that stool. I've been to that place a billion times. I have a girlfriend mm-hmm. that loves fucking doing stupid shit like that. So, I mean, I like that place. Uh, I saw Mabel's Barbecue. No, um, really? was beaten up pretty bad. I love that place. I go to these oh, places, and that's why... Fan. Huge fan. That's why I hate that this happened because I go to these places. I know these people. I've seen these workers. I don't want them to. Yeah, I think a lot of people are so upset not not because the specific people did it, which is getting really misconstrued. Yeah. Which the rioters or the protesters did it. I think they just care about their city. Yeah. They, they go to these places. They know them. They know people who work there. It's just tough to see it happen. 
Yeah, it's tough because I like those places. I like these yeah, people. Right. Yeah, it's just like I don't know, and I think I'd, I'd probably uh, fantasized a little bit about my, about the city of Cleveland in general, where I'm like, oh, you know, I really like this city. Uh, I know it gets shit on. I shit on it myself, but, um, you know, I really like it. I really like being here. Like being from here, I think it's a nice city. You can go down there. You can do a lot of shit, and then to see it like all beat up, you're like. What are we doing? And then I think Mayor Jackson has come out and said, like, oh, you know, some of these people weren't from here. And I'm like, well, why the hell were they here? Right, yeah, I've heard I've heard a lot about that, too. I, I think everything everything just causes people to lose sight on the outside. Because everyone in the movement knows what they're doing and they know they want the change. But everyone on the outside viewing it from the media, they see all this happening. And they lose sight of what's really important. And it's changing what's going on so it doesn't happen again. And there's no injustice moving forward. And everyone forgets about that because we break some windows. Yeah, right. And then it's all... Then once you do the bad thing, they're, like, waiting for you. It's like if I do this podcast and say... It's like anyone that does a podcast, anyone that does a YouTube channel especially. Like, I mean, I've, I've talked about it on here. I've been a pretty big fan of uh, uh, PewDiePie, right? I don't know if you know. Do you know who PewDiePie is? Yeah, yeah. He's, he's got 100 million subscribers. Yeah, right. Video um, games, all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, right. So I watch his videos and stuff, and he does a lot of good things. But what you notice, especially with people... And I think that this is what protesters should know. And I mean, I'm not here to preach to you, but let's just be honest. Um, They wait for you to do the wrong thing one time. Like, he's had some mishaps. He's had some controversies. But to say, like, it's easy to say, oh, he said the N-word playing a video game. Mm -hmm. Like, he, he, he had done that. But that doesn't define, like, who he is. So then I think you, but then it's like people now know him as that guy. And he had some, like, anti-Semitic uh, jokes that he did that probably were in bad taste. But, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah, we're quick to judge people. I don't think one misstep defines right. in a person's whole character. Like, uh, what was that? It was Dave Chappelle. And he said, uh, Kevin Hart is four tweets shy of being perfect. Mm-hmm. And they took him down for all. I, I remember when that yeah. happened with the Oscars. It, was, it, it blew my mind, four tweets from six years ago when the guy's a comedian took him off his dream yeah i'm not yeah well i'm never gonna be able to run for political office i don't know if you know that i have 46 episodes of i have <laughs> hundreds of hours of of voice stuff that could be used against me but just like yeah it's like one thing they wait for you to mess up one thing and they're like oh now it's all now it's like they say their protests are um almost uh lesser than because they broke things and i mean that's not it, it's not true to me but it's it is how multiple people think so I feel bad for those people. I feel bad for what they go through. I don't know the answer. I can't make people care about people. I don't know why they have bad cops. I don't know. No, I think I think we need to pay a little bit closer attention to emotion. I'm a big fan of Ben Shapiro. Sure. Um, and his his big a saying controversial thing. Yeah, yeah, very very. And Jordan Peterson. While <laughs> of we're on that course, topic. yeah. Yeah, very 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 big fan. Just because I'm a, I'm a fan of logic and reason, and people sure. who break things down view it from both sides and don't necessarily take a side, but try and understand it. And going against what Ben Shapiro says, facts not feelings, which yeah. I completely agree with. I think we need to look at people's feelings a little bit more, yeah, and understand why they're feeling this way. Not not necessarily about what's going on with George Floyd, but just everyone in general. Like, why is there such a, such a misdirection of youth in search of guidance, whether it be yeah. a father or mother figure? There's just nothing to look for in society that leads them to being fulfilled yeah and it's it's really really tough to figure out why my my theory my theory is just all these parents from the 60s and 70s kids are growing up now 
and that was a pretty controversial era, and now yeah. we can't, you know, kind of pin it down. Yeah, my fucking dad was born. My dad and my mom were born in the 60s, but they're not hippies to any stretch. <laughs> they are the most opposite. Yeah. My well, mom said that my hair, uh, back to comedy for a second, I fucking, yeah, because this is going to be a sad fucking podcast for a little bit until I can swing it back, but um, <laughs> she had said something about my hair growing, because I haven't cut my hair in a while, if you've seen me. My hair's longer than it's ever been. It's not even that long. Your fucking hair's long as shit. Yeah, I got some. Compared, to, right yeah, you got some fucking salad. <laughs> Dude, you and the what? beard, and the beard. I look. Yeah, I, I turn from clean cut to a caveman in a matter of. Yeah, years. I tried to grow a beard and it doesn't work. So I think I'm. That's a good sign though, because if you bald, mm-hmm. you grow a beard better. True, very true. But if I'm have hair and I can't grow a beard, maybe that's why I'm keeping my mm, hair. Smart. I'm, I'm just praying. You're playing the odds. I'm not a religious person, but I'm fucking in on Jesus if he'll keep my hair. Like, if I can go to church for, like, six weeks and be like, can I keep my hair, please? It's really selfish, but I'm in. But um, my mom my mom, my mom, mom comes up to me. She goes, uh, you know, your hair doesn't grow straight down. She was talking about how it grows. I'm like, how would you know? We've never gotten this far. Each day is a new day. This is the longest my hair has ever been. I'm a, I'm a 100% supporter of grow your hair. Yeah. Don't fuck. cut it, dude. Ever. Hair piece, bed piece, as John Lennon said one time. And he sat in a bed for six <laughs> weeks and everyone thought he was a hero. And I did post a picture of that today on my Instagram at Ryan Woods, two S's. Always plug. You know that. Oh, yeah. You know at, plug. at Luke Grove Bags. Follow me. You Grove can... Bags. What are Grove Bags, Luke? How about, you, <coughs> how about we get off the topic of death and sadness and you talk about Grove Bags as I open up. Mexican lager with lime from Great Lakes from Great Lakes Brewing yeah Great Lakes Brewing Company uh I was gonna go there yesterday but you know shit was kind of hitting the fan so I stayed away but I'll go back eventually (laughs) I was gonna buy this this is what I went there for I didn't know it was shipped but um yeah Mexican lager with lime and now we're gonna hear Luke tell us about Grove Bags yeah so it's a cannabis packaging company I'm the Midwest sales manager so you know I cover everywhere from Michigan all the way down to Kentucky Pennsylvania some New York territories and we actually sell something called Terp Lock you ever heard of it We've talked about that. You were in it. You were in when I was uh, talking oh, about it. Oh, I dropped you off some samples to the place. Uh, I don't think you gave me any because I don't do. Oh, yeah, I don't he, do weed, man. Hey, man. He is not a cannabis consumer. Yeah, <laughs> I'm so, not a. All sponsors, no drug test needed. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> I don't do weed, but I mean, you know who made a bunch of money doing weed is is Joe Rogan. So good for him. Yeah, yes, hundred million dollars. What a guy, man. <laughs> what a guy. But I'm on this Grove Bags website. It's probably loud as shit in your mm-hmm. headphones. No, no, it sounds very clear. That's a beautiful new mic, by the way. Yeah, thank you. It looks good as fuck. I had this, I have this fucking pop thing mm. if I wanted to for no reason. Pop filter. And I have this. Uh, what so- is this? It's a sock, right? Yeah, it's like a sock of foam piece. Um, if I ever were to, I don't know why you would need it. I don't go outside, and there's no fan in here. Yeah, I'm not sure on the technical term. But I just fucking like it. Um, but here I'm looking at Grovebags website, Grovebags.com. Mm. Um, I don't think Luke's on here to promote. Mainly because the 30 people that'll listen, but I mean, we'll promote it. I don't give a shit. Yeah, why not, dude? We'll tell them about it. It's actually really cool. So, Turp Lock technology is what? Is it cannabis so, degradation? Is slowed? Yes. So, it's a six layer film that all the bags are made of. Okay. And the three main things it does is preserve terpenes. Mm-hmm. Uh, it actually maintains weight. Mm-hmm. And it stops mold from being produced. And it maintains low oxygen levels? Mm hmm. So they actually re- regulate the humidity in the bag between 58 and 62%. And typically, have you ever seen those little desiccant packets, you know, that are put in jerky to keep the humidity? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just don't eat, but sometimes I threw them back and right. that's why I'm a comedian. <laughs> right, yeah. Change the brain chemistry a little bit. <laughs> yeah, catch them right. So our bags, you don't need that. Bo- oh. Bovita, there's, there's tons of brands, sure. boost packs that you put in to keep it fresh. Our bags eliminate the need for that. 
So it actually keeps it a lot fresher. And the main thing is it preserves up to 37% more terpenes. Now, mm. if you want to know what terpenes are, they're in everything you eat. They're in most plant life. So it's what you smell, taste, the aroma. Sure. You don't smell and taste it if you have coronavirus, by the way. No, no. Well, <laughs> dude, speaking of that, I think I had it. You think you had it? Yeah, you know what? I don't want them to come swoop me up, so I don't know if I should put this out in the airways. Dude, I saw someone on Facebook. They fucking posted. I don't know if I've done the update on my phone. We were talking about it before we... First of all, we had so many technical problems getting this shit started. It is 9 p.m. We were supposed to start at 7. My, my computer was at 100%, and now it's at 54 is how long it fucking took us to get going. Yeah, a few drinks later. Yeah, I mean, that's why I'm drinking these Mexican lagers. But I had this update, right? Um... Someone posted it on Facebook, of course. Facebook is the fucking hub for for uh, controversy and mm. conspiracy. Mm. And uh, so it says, speeds up access to passcode field, blah, 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 and, exp- and it makes your face ID work when you're wearing a face mask. And someone was like, someone was like, don't update because it could show that, you know, it shows who you're with and it tracks you. And I'm like, I wanted to comment. I didn't. I'm a good, I'm good on the commenting. On Facebook, I'll just fucking say shit like today I saw a post of Martin Luther King. Mm-hmm. And I fucking and it said, peaceful protest never burned a building down and stuff. I'm like, well, he was still murdered. Yeah. So after everything, he did well. They still killed him. And uh, the CIA was after him, too, for hanging out with John F. Kennedy. They thought he was a... Uh, one of the guy. They thought he was a communist, but whatever. No, not true. John F. Kennedy, one of the greatest... Yeah. Well, you know what? I just like anyone who tries to dismantle the Federal Reserve. He might have been so. the only... <laughs> he might have been the only independent president of the modern era. JFK, he was an independent, if mm. you look up his stuff. But, um... We have the same birthday, actually. Oh, shit. May 29th. Yeah. Fun fact. That. I should know that. Well, you learn something every day. Sure. <laughs> but he, um... But I, I love that. I wanted to comment and be like, hey, man, if you think your phone's going to start tracking you, if you update it now, you're way behind. Yeah, it was tracking you <laughs> six years ago. Dude, I have, I have six Apple products. I'm fucking, they know where I'm at <laughs> all the time. Well, they know what you're talking about. They know what you're doing. When yeah. you're going next Friday vacation, <laughs> when you plan to marry your wife. I don't think I, <laughs> I don't think I ever had to call Discover or Huntington. That's who I use to bank. First of all, controversial thing to tell people you use Huntington Bank's. Because then they'll fucking get on your ass and they'll be like, did you use Huntington one time? And they'll be like, one time they fucked me on this one bill. I'm like, well, that sounds like a you thing, man. I mean, they've never fucked me. I'm one of those people. Yeah. <laughs> I had a bad experience with Huntington. Yeah. yeah. I'm not going to go that far. I was younger, but yeah, I, I will not go back. Like, I literally had never had a problem. Because I, I don't bank, like, I don't know what some people are doing with their banks. I literally go there, I put money in, I take money out if I need it, mm-hmm. and that's it. I don't fuck with it. Like, I don't... I've been seeing a lot of people in line at the bank. Like, I know you can't go inside banks right now because of whatever, but which is I want to talk about because um, the gyms are, <coughs> the gyms are back. If you know, I did. I saw people working out, and uh, <clears throat> they they. Uh, by the way, if if I'm coughing, I don't have corona. Yeah, it's just water hash. We are, we are so fucked. If I if <laughs> we're gonna be locked in here for which he lives in a condo right by my house. He sent me his address. I'm like, oh, I'll come over. And whatever. And there's literally, it's 0.2 miles from my house. So that's impressive. Oh, yeah. He lives uh, in the development right behind yeah. me, believe it or not. <laughs> so, But anyways, the fucking uh, banks have been packed. I'm like, what are people doing? I've literally never had to bank. Like, if I, I've never had to go to the bank unless to, like, set up an account. Mm-hmm. That's it. I've mm-hmm. never had to go. Like, I was exchanging change one time because people were like, oh, if you go to the bank, they don't take a fee. I'm like, okay whatever so i go i'm suck at peer pressure peer pressure gets me every time 
But then I want to talk about the gyms because I've been going the last few days and I'm like, this is weird because there's no rules. But not there is rules like there's uh Do they tell you to social distance in there? That's like literally that's what I was gonna get that's to. Cause like I I wipe all the shits down, they give you a disinfectant bottle, they give you a towel, because I haven't done the podcast since the gyms have opened. Mm. So they I walk in on Tuesday morning last week. What what gym? Titans gym on Menor Avenue. Free update. Free promotion for the thirty seven people that'll listen to this. Dude, Titans is great. I go to Titans. Dude, fucking Amen, dude. The Titans guy is awesome. He's kind of a he's kind of a crazy guy. He sent me a long email. Didn't read the whole thing. Who has the time? To everybody or you specifically? The whole, everybody. Okay. <laughs> so I was gonna I, say you guys are tight then. No, no, we are not tight like that. I've actually never said a word to him. So mm. um I've seen him. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I've never talked to him. And I was uh up there and there's no fucking rules and he or like they had the rules like I walk in on Tuesday morning so I wake up at 6 a.m. you know how you know the deal because I watch if you don't know who Jocko Wilnick is do you know who Jocko Wilnick is not offhand he's just if you, I showed you a picture of him you would know he's okay. literally like a he's a former Navy SEAL and I follow those rules because I'm a white guy and I feel like if you're a white guy you gotta like do some Navy SEAL bullshit to make you feel like manly I did a joke one time <laughs> where like white guys will buy like a phone case. If I told you this phone case was military grade, white guys love that shit. Like, oh, I have a military grade phone case, dude. Like they like Ford commercials. Have you noticed? That's People, very true. Like Ford commercials, they'll be like, oh, our trucks are made of alum, uh, military grade aluminum, and it's like that doesn't matter. Dude, but they- then white guys are like, fuck yeah, let's go give me a fucking <laughs> F one fifty, dude. But here's what people don't get. You shouldn't buy military grade stuff because they buy the cheapest things. Yeah. They just say that. They're just like, oh, here's my military grade phone case. It's like, cool, man. Doesn't matter. What are you going to do? Get shot? Oh, my Tell God. Why you hang out? But I was at the gym. They give you a disinfectant. I don't even know what I was talking about, but I got a disinfectant uh, bottle and a towel. And I walk in, and it was so fucking strange because it was Tuesday. So the gym's closed on a Monday mm-hmm. back when this all started. And. I go in there Tuesday morning, like like nothing had happened. It's like I was doing, I did back on Tuesday. I've always done back on Tuesdays for the last couple months. And I was doing it, and I was like, this is so strange. Because I saw everybody that was there mm-hmm. was there the last day I was there in the morning. So it's like we all just went No one missed like, a beat. It's like we were just in like Cairo, like fucking pods. <laughs> like our bodies were frozen yeah, for 12 yeah. weeks. Then we wake up and we're like, okay, I guess we're going to the gym. Right back to it. And we all went and it was so fucking strange. But we, like the gym has no rules, man. People still don't fucking, there's this one guy and he, I'll never say anything. I'm not a, I will never tell on people. I'm not a, cause I just feel like that's so gay. Yeah, narking. Just to be like, yeah, like, oh, this guy's a fucking narc. Oh, like, bad look. Yeah, it's like, oh, who the fuck are you doing, man? So I would never do that, but people don't put their weights back. And I was at the gym yesterday, and I was like, how much flexing can I do that I go to the gym, you know? Mm-hmm. On this podcast, I'm always like, I go to the gym. I work out. Like, I'm a fucking... <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, I go to the fucking gym, and this guy doesn't put his weights, his weights away. He didn't even do it before, but even with all these new rules, still doesn't do it, and I'm like... We're back, baby. <laughs> right. He, what, he was benching or he was dumbbells? Didn't Everything. Even re, didn't Machines. Re, didn't re-rack anything. Nothing. Probably didn't wipe shit down. What a guy. I know. Like, he's yeah. got he's got some balls to do that. Was he jacked? Was he huge? He's not. No. He looks like he's lesser than me, and I'm not even that big. So he's just a dick. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's terrible. And he walks around like, like so like, you know, I kind of sit with my shoulders kind of slumped like this. Like they're kind of like mm-hmm. angled in because, yeah. you know, I got weak shoulders. <laughs> this guy like walks like this. Oh, that's why. But he doesn't look like mm. this. He just walks like this. And I I'm love like, it. <laughs> like if I just walked up here like this, like flexed, I'm like, that's so gay. PSA, guys, just uh, re-rack your weights. But listen, it's an extra rep. Think about it that way. Yeah, or just, just do it. be a decent fucking person. Like, I can't tell you to do it, but damn. There's actually like warnings at Titans of, since you go there. You've seen the no, warnings. Yeah, I, I saw them. Mm-hmm. You could be fined $10 if you don't fucking <laughs> re-rack your really? weights. Really? That's what it says. Charge it to the account, man. They've never done guy. it. They've never done it. I don't think they ever will. But it's just a scare tactic. It's the threat. Yeah. Those fucking bastards. But to talk about chirotherapy, I had a note. I take notes for this podcast. You know how it is. And I... uh, What is chirotherapy? That's not what I want to talk about. Fuck that shit. I want to talk about... um, (laughs) I want to talk about this. Um, Who the fuck uses Safari anymore? I got Google Chrome. But I'm on the Grove Bags website. You already know what it is. Yeah, Grove Bags at Luke Grove Bags on Instagram. Hit yeah. me up for the finest cannabis packaging in the industry. That is the finest cannabis yeah, packaging. Yeah, this guy industry. wants weed to be legal more than I fucking want. This podcast to be huge. We do. <laughs> but uh, I was going to look up. I looked up last week. I was talking with some friends. And uh, we were like, because I was making fun of Disney. Because I was like, I think I said it on here. I was like, oh, Disney is a, uh, Walt Disney is an anti-Semite is my conspiracy theory, right? There's like some proof. Now, that's a big claim I'm making right there. I'm taking some liberties. Yeah, that's a bold statement. (laughs) Now, I've heard it. Yeah, I've I've heard it. So, Walt Disney, anti-Semite, no big deal. But I have, um, but then I looked up like, he's frozen. Yeah, he froze himself, right. That's pretty, I mean, allegedly. No one knows for sure. It's a conspiracy. So I've heard this as well. Yeah. But this is I was hoping you were going to confirm it. Yeah. (laughs) This is from CBS News. Ted Williams, the greatest, one of the greatest hitters in baseball history for the Boston Red Sox. Um, I think he was the last human being to hit 400, uh, which is almost impossible. But Ted Williams, this is from December 20th of 2002. Ted Williams, an American hero, Ted Williams, fought in World War II. And, you know, whatever. But Ted Williams was decapitated by surgeons at the Cairo Inix, I fucking butchered it, company where his body is suspended in liquid nitrogen and several samples of his DNA are missing, Sports Illustrated reported. Now, after Williams died July 5th, 2002, his body was taken by private jet to the company in Scottsdale where, as in Arizona for you fucking... I have seven <laughs> listeners in Ireland, so I got to fucking say really? that shit. Yeah, I mean, amen. Shout out. Fucking Ireland. hell, man. I, actually I wanna, love Jameson. I want to go to I want to go to the Guinness factory. You can like get a selfie on the mm-hmm. phone, but whatever. I went to the uh, the Heineken in Amsterdam. Oh, fucking amen. Very cool. Very very cool. But there William's body was separated from his head in a procedure called cut his fucking head off. No, it's called neuro, <laughs> neuro separation according to the magazine. The operation was completed, and Williams' head and body were preserved separately. So I now I have a question. So they cryogenically froze him, separated from his body. So does that mean he wants to come back? So I don't know when Ted Williams died. Uh, let me. He died in two thousand two. I don't know how old he was. Let me look that up. Let me have some facts. Uh, Ted Williams died at age. Jesus Christ! The guy was born in nineteen eighteen, and he died in two thousand two. Yeah, so he's fucking almost ninety, huh? 
Okay. Oh, so so the, the, he probably cut his head off. So if he could be brought back just the head, boom, yeah. you're good. And a good body. But Right, fresh body. But maybe they can save his old body if that's the only way, pop him back together. Yeah. So here it is. Here's what it says. I This is on CNBC, CBS News, so take it for what it is. I don't know if this is true. This is from 2002. Um, the operation was completed and blah, blah, blah. Who gives a shit? The head is stored in a steel can filled with liquid nitrogen. It has been shaved, drilled with holes, Jesus, and accidentally cracked 10 times. Oh, fuck. <laughs> William's body stands upright in a 9-foot-tall cylindrical steel tank, also filled with liquid, liquid nitrogen. The procedure approved by William's son, John Henry, the most white name you could have, and daughter Claudia, also a super white name, carries a $136,000 bill, and they're owed, they still owe 110000 as of 2002. So, um... Some of these, some of his kids were against it because when you're back from that time, you had a bunch of kids, I guess. Uh, yeah, it's fucking insane. I don't understand. So if you were frozen, this is what I'm getting back to because I don't know why I brought this up. But if you were frozen, would you, like, would you want to be frozen? Because like I'm not. I thought about it like long and hard. I've had a lot of time on my hands. Uh, I've been biking the shit out of the city. Mountain biking. Or just street bike. I mean, it's a mountain bike that I use on in urban areas. A- answer me this question. This is a big question. Are you one of those guys that rides on the sidewalk? Or are you riding the road? All right, so it depends. So here on the main road that's mm-hmm. 35, mm-hmm. I will be on the sidewalk. Smart. But if it's on Bellflower, there's a long fucking road, mm-hmm. I'll be on the street. Because mm. there's too many fucking people biking, or too many people fucking walking. Yeah. But I hug the... The burn. Well, yeah, at least you're not out in the middle of yeah, the Yeah, like, way. I'm not, because I'm not, I mean, I go fast. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but I don't go that fast. Right, right. <laughs> so, and I'm wearing, like, some guys, like, I had a friend tell me, dude, you got to buy bike shorts. I'm like, what the fuck are bike shorts? It's like $36 pair of shorts. Spandex. With, yeah, with fucking pads in your ass, so your ass doesn't get sore. Because that was my biggest complaint. That's a good idea. Yeah, but like thirty six bucks. I mean, who has the money? So you gotta subscribe to this podcast. <laughs> Come on, guys, <laughs> yeah. get him up there. We gotta get him some bike shorts by the end of the month. I could get that sponsor. I call him back, but uh, <laughs> yeah, the fucking yeah. I ride in the street. If it's twenty five, I'll ride in the street. If it's thirty five, like you know, on fucking six fifteen, <clears throat> yeah, I'll yeah, fucking yeah. stay on the sidewalk. Yeah, I would not ride. It's dangerous road. as yeah. shit. Mm-hmm. So I'm very. I pick. If there's bike lanes, I mean, I'm in the bike lane. You know what I mean? Well, at least you're conscious and you, you know, you use your yeah. better judgment. Yeah. You're not just in the road 24 7. No. Yeah. But, yeah, so I was going to ask do you, if you had to be frozen, because I thought about it. Now, there's no proof that being, if anyone could be brought back from being frozen, it's fucking Walt Disney. Am I right? Yeah. Like, if there's anybody with more money in the world. I mean, he's the first candidate, first one I heard. Yeah. Legend. It, it would happen. Yeah. I would not want to be frozen. Why? I'm going to burn me and put me in the You're ground. done. When, yeah. when you reach the end, you want to see I'm worried about death. I've told this podcast, these listeners, that I'm afraid of death. <laughs> really? I'm, Are you? If there's one thing I fear, man to man, yeah. death. Dying. I don't know. Does it just end? Like, where do I go? Because I don't believe in, like... I don't believe in reincarnation. I don't believe... I just don't believe in like that. Because so, I've never gotten into it, I guess. I've never believed in like... I was I was raised Catholic, but you know what that means. If you're Catholic out there, you know what that means, dude. You just <laughs> fucking... You walk out when you get confirmed, you know? But, uh, yeah, I don't fucking believe in 
Like, I don't know. I mean, there might be a heaven. There might not be. I don't know. Yeah, you don't know, so you can't pick so it up. Yeah, so I could get I, worried. I get that. I understand that. So like, I'm like, if I die, this is over. I used to cry. My mom would come in my room when I was fucking... I don't know how old I was, but I, she would come in my room and I'd be crying. Don't fucking make fun of me. But I would cry. <laughs> and she'd be like, what's wrong? I'm like, I don't... I worry about dying. She's like, you're eight. I'm like, oh, yeah, you're right. Dude, well, that's that's a real fear, and to be that young and have a sense of your mortality, I mean, that's saying a lot. Yeah, I just wouldn't know what death was. I'm actually like, in, uh, it's so weird because I'm like, in on death, like I don't mind death, right? Like I don't mind talking about it. Like that's one of the most interesting things. Like these people know I'm in on the Beatles a lot, greatest rock band of all time. I just got into the Beatles last oh. month. Like, like I've I've always listened to them. Sure. I've had songs, but I've never listened to their discography oh, from it's... front to back. Yeah, pretty crazy. There's it's, some. It, it changes so fast. It's eight years. Yeah, and to do that much great work <laughs> yeah. in eight years. Yeah, but it's actually less than eight years. I think "Please Please Me" came out in '63. That late. So then it, they ended in '69. Mm-hmm. So it's actually only six years, but it's still insanity to go through the changes <laughs> they did. We'll talk about that in a minute. But a group of insanely talented individuals. All yeah, you needed four amazing musicians. Yeah, but um. Yeah, I would fucking worry about, like, John Lennon's death. I'm infatuated by his death. I'm like, it's interesting as shit. I wanted to know how George Harrison died. I wanted to know Mm -hmm. how so-and-so died. Whoever. John F. Kennedy. Martin Luther King. You name the person, I know how they died. Or I want to know. Leonard Skinner. Plane crash. Yep. I'm in. Like, I'm in on death. But I'm also afraid of death. Yeah. Now, I don't know what happens. Well, do you think you'd be more comfortable with death if you feel like you've accomplished everything you needed to do here? I think that would be... I think that's probably a big fear is like you're afraid of death because I feel like there's so much more I can do. Because mm-hmm. if you have a sense of accomplishment, maybe that would make sure. it a bit easier. Sure, I think that that makes a lot of sense now that I think about it. Like, I think... Like, yeah, I'm worried about death because i was so young like why would i want to die when i'm young right right yeah because you didn't get a chance to experience like to do anything i hadn't done anything i still haven't done much but at least i've been to fucking some places right. <laughs> <laughs> like if i died now they could say well at least he tried to change the world in the little ways he does right yeah they would say that and they would have this fucking even with this podcast it's a it's a legacy i have some documentation it's, of me it, doing something it'll forever be on the internet i think that's like my biggest fear is not having like, not making a, not even, like, an impact. It's, like, it doesn't matter, like, because I said this when I first started doing the podcast. It wasn't about, uh, it's about comedy. Like, I like to make people laugh. Right. But it's not about how many people I can make laugh. It's, like, oh, if I make one person laugh, the podcast is is a success and I'll keep doing it. You know, like, it's one episode to another episode. It's, like, oh, Ryan, you only get so many listeners. I'm, like, yeah, but maybe those listeners are happy. Mm. And maybe those, maybe those twenty people. Like I'm not expecting to be fucking making a hundred million like Joe Rogan. You know what I mean? Why that's, not? Yeah, but that's but to, <laughs> to say that now would be insane. That's ballsy. Yeah, I mean I want to be. That's like a goal, but it's not like I'm expecting to be like, oh, I made a podcast. Like imagine if I made five podcasts and was like, no one's listening. I'd be that would be so lack the lack of self-awareness that that would have right, right, would be right. so fucking insane yeah i get that so to say like so now i take it like step by step where i'm like oh, okay you know episode 46 if i can get 20 listens of people that are really into it that's a success because when i did the first one i got 
four or whatever it was. And it was shitty, and I know it was shitty. And I think that that self-awareness is, is, is a good thing. Yeah, you'll see your progression. And then just naturally, man, if you put out good content, yeah. you're consistently, people will gravitate towards yeah, it. Yeah, that, that's it. I don't think people, like... you got to promote it. Like, there, there's course. a lot of legwork, but... It's not just put an episode up, put an episode up, put an episode up. It's right. Put an episode up, promotion. Like, I paid Facebook a bunch of money to try to put these episodes out. Do it. Yeah. Yeah, that's how I saw it. Mm-hmm. I, the Facebook ad was the first way that I saw it. Or Or... Yeah, yeah. That's it's probably exactly. my face because we're friends on Facebook. I mean, we're not fucking distant people, but <laughs> right. Yeah. No. Yeah. That. Yeah, I've gotten it. a couple new listens from those. I mean, it's hard. Ireland, I'm... though. Seven. Yeah, seven people. Seven people from Ireland. Yeah, it's probably around five. No, but... <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, because they heard it and they're gone. Yeah, they're probably like, "Oh, cool, man." Dude, Ireland's great. Well, you you said earlier you love British people. I have a great friend that's you know from Britain, from Plymouth. Shout out Plymouth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I was fucking talking about. Like, let's talk about the Beatles because I'm in on uh, mm-hmm. English people. I got into the Beatles probably. I was in middle school and this kid was listening to it. He had the he had the disc set, the box set on his iPod. That's how long ago this was. In two thousand nine, he had an iPod. Wow. So we're on the bus to go to Philadelphia, the least British city in the world, because you know. Yeah, it was the old capital. The first capital. Yeah. <laughs> so there was some anti-British shit going on there, but we're on our way there. And I'm like, what the fuck are you listening to? I probably literally said that because I was a ignorant kid. And I was like, hey, what the fuck are you listening to? He's like, oh, it's the Beatles. And I'm like, what? And so he puts one headphone in my ear, one headphone in his ear. Classic. And you can't hear half the song because most of their stuff was in. Yeah, mono. it was it was one-sided. Right? <laughs> yeah, it was mono. It's like we spoke, but or it was stereo. Some of the stuff, and then mono, other stuff. But I listened, I think, remember the first song I listened to was Twist and Shout. And there's an iconic line from John Lennon, I won't even say it, go look it up on uh, YouTube, before he promotes that song before the Queen, like 63. But, um, yeah, the Beatles are a band that we just talked about. I just talked about this with my cousin. He was asking me who's the greatest band outside of the 60s, in the 60s, outside of the Beatles. And it's like actually really hard to come up with a band that's better than, that's even close to what they did. Stones? I picked the Doors. Doors are huge too? I would pick the Doors. Yeah, Doors are huge The Stones... Too. Big Jim it, Morrison fan. Stones are a longer progression. Yeah. They're like a 30-year growth. That's true. They were consistent. But they were big early. They, they were big. They, they were, were part of that British boom. Yeah, they were the Who. The Who's big The too. Beatles, the Rolling Stones were the fucking invasion. Mm-hmm. And there were other ones, but... Um, yeah, we were talking about that. And the doors, the doors, I brought this up because I had somebody tell me about the Foo Fighters were supposed to be in town like two month, two Mondays ago. Mm-hmm. And I was going to go. Like, I'm in on the Foo Fighters too. Great. And I, they said, someone was like, oh, you know, they were fucking bullshitting the Foo Fighters. I'm like, oh, yeah, man. I mean, the, he was in a band, like Dave Grohl was in a band where the lead singer died and then, you know, only came up with another huge band. Right. So. I mean, do you know anybody that was in the doors outside of Jim Morrison? No, because they fucking fade away. Yeah. Like, yeah. what do they do after? Well, the Jim... pian- the pl- piano player Ray, he kept it going for a bit, but they were never big. It was after. never as big as they were... Foo Fighters are now. Never ever. They released one album and then it was long yeah. Gone. It's just not the same. But that's because it was all about Jim, man. Right. It, it was about Jim. It was about Kurt, and then Kurt dies. Yep. And Dave's yep. like, oh, I'm gonna fucking do this, I guess. And then it becomes the biggest fucking... Huge. He sold out Wembley Stadium like six times. That's like 100,000 people. 
You ever see that video when he brings that guy with the kiss mm-hmm. face paint? Dude, that kid's a shredder. Yeah, look that up on uh, YouTube if you if you want to watch a cool video. It's Monkey Wrench Kiss Guy. Just search that. It'll be the first video. It's like eight minutes long and it's sweet. That song is awesome, by the way. Great song. Oh, you know who uh, who's another band like that that stuck around? ACDC. Yeah, long time. Lost their first singer, Von yeah. Scott. You know, drank a little bit too much. <laughs> yeah. And then now they picked up uh, Brian Johnson crazy talented yeah. to find someone like that and even this do you know the story of how they found him no how they found brian johnson no but i'm interested dude it's crazy so bon scott uh was at a show when he was still with acdc and he saw this guy just screaming a lung out on stage going crazy killer performance and it was brian johnson and what yeah. happened was brian johnson burst his appendix on stage while he was <laughs> singing so he's on the ground still performing screaming this song and he goes back and he tells ACDC, hey, this guy is crazy, incredibly talented singer. Well, years later when he passes away, they go find him, bring him wow. in. I read a book. It was like from a platinum promoter. It's a new book that just came out uh, from a platinum promoter. I got to look this up because it was such mm. a story. Um, fuck, I'm going to fuck it up if I try to tell it but because I want to look it up. You read? You read a lot? I read some books. Mm. Um, uh, not nothing that's like, uh, um, yeah, nothing that's like fucking in depth. Like I'm not reading fucking my like I'm not reading that Michelle Obama book on how to suck a president's dick. You know what I mean? I'd read that book. <laughs> <laughs> Like how to find a fucking. If Michelle uh, Obama wrote that book, that would be insane. <laughs> she wrote a book on how to find the most fucking the, the presidential dick. You know what I mean? She's like, oh, I did so much, but it's like, eh, you kind of just married a president. Yeah. But um. I don't know enough about her. Well, she wrote a fucking whole book, and it's thick as fuck. The book is. Yeah. Hmm. Um. But. I'd look into it. I'm I, currently reading The Machine by Justin Roth Marsh, so I encourage uh, everyone to go get that book. Yeah. All right, it's here. I think I I think I found it. So Van Halen, Ooh. the producer, Ted Templeman, a platinum producer's life and music. He tells a story in the book. I haven't read it. You can go get it. It just came out. Um it's a book I would read because I'm into that kind of shit, but mm-hmm. he uh he wrote a book on how who is the fucking He also did the Doobie Brothers and Van Morrison. But who is the fucking lead singer for Van Halen? Uh, dude, I can't. The second singer is Sammy Hagar. After, right. After David Lee Roth left. Da- David Lee Roth. Right. So so he didn't think. The t- story I saw was Ted Templeman didn't believe in David Lee Roth mm-hmm. from the start. Or he was worried about how like other people would view him. He was like, oh, fuck. I don't know if this guy has it. Which... Big personality. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, you know, I don't know if he can sing. So he was going to go get Sammy Hagar before Sammy Hagar became Sammy Hagar. Really? But I was like, that seems too coincidental that you're going to get David Lee Roth and then you're like, oh, maybe I'll just put Sammy Hagar in this role. That's two of the biggest rock singers of the last 30, 40 years. So this dude's incredibly connected. Yeah. (laughs) Somehow he fucking. Well, if he's doing stuff with the Doobie Brothers. Yeah. God, dude. Who's who's in the Doobie Brothers? What's that? Uh, what's the one singer? The, the Doobie Brothers were. Uh, fuck, I know the Doobie Brothers. Uh, what a fool believes. 
Um, he's an amazing he's, song. He, yeah, he sings that. Uh, Michael McDonald is yes. his name. Michael McDonald. I get him confused with Chris Christopherson. And there's Tom Johnston, Patrick Simmons, and there's probably a bunch of more. That's what it says online. <laughs> but they fucking have a tour still. They're still going on tour. What a fool believes is on my Yacht Rock playlist. I'll actually pull this up. Yacht Rock? Yacht Rock. Uh, Amen. Fuck. If you <laughs> Fucking A, dude. Yacht Rock. I have... Uh, so in 2005, the actor, screenwriter, JD, this is Apple Music, came up with this. Hmm. I use Apple Music. I don't use Spotify for music because I don't know. It's just easier. But if you want to listen to this podcast on Spotify, do whatever you want. Spotify is good. Um, uh, you know, he just made fun of, he said this is like Yacht Rock. And he called it Yacht Rock and then it became a whole new genre. But it's songs like Africa by Toto. Yeah, it's right. It's like a huge rock, Yacht Rock song. Sailing by Christopher Cross, What a Fool Believes, you know, all these kind of songs. Baby Come Back by Player. Good song. Steal Away by Robbie Dupree is one of my favorite songs. Mm. But yeah, that's it. I mean, this whole playlist is fucking, how many songs do you It's probably 70 songs. So it's just a bunch of good, wholesome classic rock. Yeah, it's just, it's classic rock that doesn't have large drum <laughs> drum solos and right, big guitar, guitar riffs. Solo. Yeah, yeah, it's just some, some good Good riffs yeah, going it's, on. it's just Very a fucking, simple. Yeah, it's just a bullshit song. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bunch of bullshit sounds. Um, but yeah, that's what I've been thinking about, man. I've been thinking about music a lot. I've been talking about, we didn't even talk about it, but the Beatles, people always get on me. They're like, they're kind of overrated. I'm like, they're only overrated if you think I'm saying that they're the best band. Of all time. Of all time. Right. Which I think they are, but I would never but that's, tell that's you. that's your preference. Yeah, I would never tell you that. But to would, say they're not incredibly talented and make have made hundreds of crazy good songs. Well, hundreds is a little bit of an exaggeration. I would say hundreds. I would say hundreds. Hundreds. Hundreds, hundreds people. <laughs> I would say hundreds. I'd say they made every song was very good. Uh, the only album I don't like, I'm, in, I'm at least big enough to admit, I don't like Beatles for Sale. Not my favorite album. That's their first one? No. Or one of their first so, ones. So the first one... I could do the discography. I will sound like a nerd. I don't give a shit, but run through it. It's like please please me. Okay. In 63. Yep. It's um Is Beatles for Sale where they're standing in the stairwell all looking down? No, that's please please me. Okay. And I, then with the Beatles is the second one. Mm-hmm. It's the black and white photos. Yep. And then I think the third one, if I'm not mistaken, is Beatles for Sale because they were fed up with uh no, it's Hard Day's Night. Sorry. That's they did the, the movie. Hard Day's Night. A hard Day's Night. And then they did Beatles for Sale, Help, Rubber Soul, Revolver. And greatest the, Beatles album is Revolver. Yeah, incredibly good album. And then Sgt. Pepper's Only Hearts Club Band, Magical Mystery Tour, The Walrus, of course. The White Album, Abbey Road, and Let mm. It Be. All great albums. So, but, run, what, so you don't like you don't like Beatles for Beatles Sale? Beatles for Sale is, I think it'd be, if it was like another band's album. What's the track list on it? Because you got you got name the songs. If there's any, is there any big single there? Eight days a week. Mm, okay. Is their biggest hit on that one? Okay. So this was in the height of Beatlemania. They came out with this, but they were upset about the way they were being treated. So is this their throwaway songs? They have the they last were just album like, on the label or for the contract. They were just like, we're fucking tired and fed up of like they did the movie. <laughs> they've been doing so much shit. They're like, yeah. fuck this. We're just gonna do something. So they put together, yeah, it says by the end of 1964, they were exhausted. They'd done their first world tour, traveling all over the world, often playing two shows a day. Between mid-August and late September, they played 30 shows in two dozen cities. 
getting an introduction to pot from Bob Dylan, of course. Love it. What a guy. And then, so they, um, I like this album. It's not a bad album. Yeah. I wouldn't say it's bad. I just wouldn't say it's my least favorite. Mm. Because it has songs like No Reply, I'm a Loser, uh, classics like rock and roll music, Kansas City, Hey, Hey, Hey. All these songs are on this album? Yeah. Sounds like a solid album. It is. It'd be, it'd be another band's greatest hit. But the fact that that's your least favorite yeah. and it has all those hits. Yeah. Right. That's why you can't... That's why they're in like a different stratosphere of hit making. Mm-hmm. Like they... Like you could name me... Like Nirvana is a band that's big. It was big. You can only name... Like I would be, I'd be like, yeah, they had Smells Like Teen Spirit, but... I know mean, there's a lot of people out there that are like, dude... I could run through their set list, but that's just because I'm a fan. Right. But people are like, dude, Smells Like Teen Spirit. Like, that's like the biggest song. I'm like, right. Clearly. It's the only one the radio ever plays. It makes me so mad. They play In Bloom. Yeah, In Bloom, Come As You Are. Lithium. Yeah, Lithium, Come As You Are. But I like, some people would like Nevermind. I think Nevermind's a transcendent album. It's, it's a good album, but it's it's very poppy. Yeah, you, I would, Bleach. Bleach is crazy, man. Bleach. I actually like In Utero the most. In, in Utero is when they're developing yeah. like their prime sound. Yeah, that's my yeah. favorite Nirvana album. So that's like what I would say is like bands have big hits and there's like deep cuts. I'm a deep cut fan. Mm-hmm. Like people will come up to me like, dude, I just heard, you know, I just heard from the Beatles and the guy goes, Eleanor Rigby. I'm like, oh, cool, man. <laughs> Everyone else has heard that. Yeah. Good tune. <laughs> yeah. Sweet, man. Everyone else has heard that. Fun fact about Eleanor Rigby. They did the whole track 14 times with the orchestra. And then when they were done with the song, the orchestra was like, we're good. We don't even want to hear it. Really? They didn't want to hear the song that they just played 14 straight times. They were just like, we're good. They were running them to the bone. and They, they just left. To... Yeah, dude, they wanted to get dinner. It was probably <laughs> yeah. like 7 o'clock. In the they, recorded, they were notorious 12. for recording from like midnight to 6 a.m. A lot of artists do that. Yeah, they would never record it during the day. Hmm. Or they, I mean, they'd wake up and then in the early years they would do that, but once they became strictly a studio band... It was nighttime stuff. That's when you get your prime if you're a night owl, especially for them doing shows late night after parties. Yeah, and these guys weren't the most fucking, uh, I don't even know what the word is, like, they weren't the most, you know, like, like John Lennon, he wrote a song called I'm Only Sleeping, because he would sleep in late. It's a good song. Yeah, he wouldn't, like, it's not like they were waking up early you right. know, for this stuff. It's like they were up late, you know, they're fucking rock stars. I'm turning into a fucking rock star with my fucking hair. I'm going to be a fucking... Dude, don't cut it. I'm going to be a I'm fucking... I'm on the don't cut it train always. Yeah. I'm a fucking barber. He's probably listening to this because he does. <laughs> and he goes... I'm not trying to take money out of his pocket. Yeah. I mean, I'm in on getting a haircut again if I needed one. I mean, I don't. But if I wanted one, I'd go. But he's fucking working from home and I don't want to go to his house. Damn. I just don't. You're not that close with him? No, I mean, we're close, but it's like, dude... <laughs> I mean, I, I'm just so into getting a haircut at a fucking salon. I walk in, they, get, they fucking do the thing. Yeah, you like the establishment part of it. Yeah, I don't know. I just like going. Mm. Fuck. Yeah, it's been quite a while since I've seen mine. I have a bad habit of shaving my head from now and then. Yeah. Yeah. Quite, yeah. quite consistent. I couldn't do that. I don't know why. I mean, you know, there just comes a day when you wake up and say, <laughs> hey, let's switch it up a little bit. That's this, but it's just the other way around. Instead of you say that every day yeah, until you get to where it's different. Yeah, and shaving my head never—it never occurred to me because I'm going bald. I know I am, and it's so fucking sad. Dude, have you seen all the commercials? Keeps, man, get some keeps. I use or uh, hymns or whatever the hell oh, they're called. Fuck. You just 
I wanted to get a deal with them. Now, can <laughs> <laughs> Propecia? I want to actually, dude, that would be perfect. Like, Hims, I use their products already. So if you're listening, Hims, hit me up because I use the shit out of your products. Does it work? Um, I joke. How because... long have you been taking it, first off? So I don't know if I, I don't, I take the, the biotin gummy. Biotin? Yeah. You need to get Propecia pills. Oh, amen. Yeah, fuck yeah. Or I could just do this fucking shit. I heard Theo Vaughn talk about this. You know, Theo Vaughn is, of course. Oh, hell yeah. So he talked about, he got, he's got a fucking mullet. He's got a mane. And he's got nice hair, and he's getting his shit fucking, he's doing surgery where he's taking shit from the back of his head and putting it on the front. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, hair, amen. Hair, hair transplant. I'm like, amen, dude. I fucking need to get on, need to get on that shit. Dude. <laughs> yeah, you just need like 10 Gs. Yeah, so subscribe to the podcast. <laughs> so, there's actually a donate button on the SoundCloud. If you go to the SoundCloud, into the woods, there's a donate button. I'm actually thinking about coming out of the Patreon page. This is real. This is some business. This is the biz, right? We're talking biz. Um, what is Patreon? So Patreon is a, is a beautiful website where you can go on and support creators. Mm-hmm. And so people like myself, I'm going to keep doing the free podcast. There will always be a free podcast for me. I believe in that. I believe yeah. in the free podcast. How I started, I'm in on it. Um, I would never only be. I would never be behind a paywall, but I'll, I will start doing soon. Uh, the Patreon page will be up soon. It'll be a Into the Woods Patreon page where I will be doing a half hour a week for like a dollar a month, two dollars a month. You pay me me two dollars a month. I give you a half hour a week of my best shit. I'll keep doing this free podcast. But for the half hour a month, I'll fucking put out a exclusive podcast behind a paywall. Yeah, if you guys want it. Yeah. Which like, you do. So yeah. go get it when he puts it out. If you listen, to, if you're this deep into this podcast, episode 46, <laughs> you want this half hour that I'm going to be doing. Because it'll be like, and it'll be more, it'll be more of the same that you're getting. But it'll be better because I'll be, when I get on this podcast, I mean, Luke's seen it now. It is very off the cuff. It is. It is no, I mean, I've pulled my phone up a couple of times. I've searched a couple of shits, but it has literally been an hour and I just bullshit the whole time. And the beauty of it is the, the Patreon page will be more of me just fucking actually giving you, you know, substance, you know? So that'll be it. Is there going to be a Q and a section? Yeah. You can email. Of course you can always email the pod at into the woods pod at gmail.com or Ryan woods pod at gmail.com. I forget. I have both. I own both websites. Or emails. Fair enough. So, Lock up the domain. Yeah. I own both emails. So RyanWoodsPod at gmail.com. You can email me there. Um, doesn't really matter. Uh, you can email me whenever. So, yeah, I kind of want to talk about more about these Grove bags because I got the thing up. Uh, Dude, ask questions, shoot. So is it weird? So in any states, do you have, like New York, are they illegal for weed? Um, New York, there's a lot of hemp. Okay. Um, but but let, let's talk about different states. Yeah, so that's every, what I want to know. So with bags, every single state has different laws. So there are some states where you can have a completely normal bag with a window on it so you can see your product. No CR zipper. CR is child resistant. Sure, sure. Some, some states you go to, it needs to be opaque so you can't see through it. And it needs a child resistant zipper so that needs to be approved and it's different. Sure. So literally every state you go to, it's different and they decide. The federal government hasn't stepped in and made, you know, everything pretty much the same. But where the industry's going is everything is CR yeah. and, you know, probably probably opaque just to, you know, take care of that child safe worries. That's what I that's my biggest thing is like like you asked me earlier, 
uh, before I got the fucking podcast working, you would ask me, oh, you've never smoked weed? Like, would you not like it? I'm like, I've actually never had the desire. Um, I told you this. I didn't start drinking until I was 20 mm-hmm. in Canada. I didn't do it until I was legal and I wanted to do it. That's kind of how I've gone about. I know I've heard other people talk about this, but my whole life, I'm like, oh, okay, I don't really want to. Like, I don't want to. Like, uh, you know, people are like, oh, you want to smoke weed? I'm like, no. Like, it's not like I'm against it. Just yeah, don't care. You just have don't no care desire. To, yeah, it's like, whatever. Do and, whatever you want. And obviously, don't feed into the peer pressure. Yeah. Like, okay, cool. Like, you guys do whatever you want. Um, so, that's my thing about weed and cigarettes and all this stuff. It's like, don't tell me. Like, people are like, oh, cigarettes should be illegal. Never. I'm like, no, you can do whatever you want. I mean, don't cry to me when you get cancer. Right. But you can do whatever you want. Right. It's like, that's why I hate about weed being illegal. It's like, it's so libertarian of me, you know, fucking, <laughs> oh, whatever. No big government. But I don't like that it's illegal because it's like people can do whatever they want. Do I like, do I like it? No, I don't really care. I don't, I actually right. don't care. Right. And looking at, you know, if it's harmful or not, it's been proven medical. There's tons of benefits. Sure. Everyone's, I can't say, I can't speak for everyone, but most of the country at this point is on board. Yeah. I would say most states except for those fucking flyover ones like nebraska would probably be on board i mean even nebraska i mean they've been hucking corn for years yeah yeah so they'd probably be in dude you'd be surprised a lot of farmers are switching to hemp yeah i would say they'd actually material actually the only states out on it would probably be like texas just because you never know with them texas is big yeah, California's big, Oregon's big, Washington's big, Massachusetts. Of course, is huge. of course, Washington's big. That's fucking that's southern Canada over there. <laughs> right. Seattle is basically yeah. South Vancouver. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're basically they're so close. Oh, dude, Michigan, crazy. Yeah. The Detroit scene, it's fantastic. Yeah. Tons of great people. Shouts out to Wojo Wax. They're a fantastic <laughs> company out there. But yeah, dude, it's 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 only getting bigger. It's only everyone will accept it eventually. I think uh, I think once the politicians get straightened out, but we don't have to go down that road. I don't know why they don't. Like, I feel like it's such an easy thing to just say, like, okay, here's here's like we like you can make even like I would say now this might be wrong, but you would know. Yeah. Um, if they legalized weed mm-hmm. in today's world, especially mm-hmm. like. If they legalize it, I might even do it. I don't fucking know. I haven't gotten there. It's not legal yet. Right. But if it was, like, especially what we just went through with this whole coronavirus stuff, mm-hmm. you could make extra money for the state even. Well, have you seen in Colorado? I mean, there's a lot of money going to the state yeah. from taxes. There's tons of opportunity. I think the reason why it's not 100% legal is the people who allow it to be legal haven't figured out a way to make money off sure. of it yet or they're not in a position to. Yeah, I think it's, like, supplement stores are huge, right? Gigantic. You can just get a new supplement, and they can just fucking put it out. It's not approved. They're just like, hey, this will fucking make your fucking legs shake, you know, whatever. It'll fucking make you come slower or whatever. Horny goat weed or whatever. (laughs) It'll make you come more. (laughs) It'll fucking make you do whatever. And they can put these products out, and it doesn't matter. They're not regulated. It literally says on the bottle, this has not been approved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know why... They wouldn't want, especially with uh, the way drugs, like, I mean, they being laced with dumb shit. Mm-hmm. If they could have Joe Schmo open up a dispensary of his own over here on the east side, and then there's someone over on the west side, and they're competing, and then they're selling tax money for each other. I feel like that would be 
tax money, taxes. I mean, that, that seems like a win-win for everybody. You get clean drugs, weed. Mm-hmm. You get cleaner weed. You get cleaner, you know, money. Because the drug mon- the drug business, I know, like, drug dealers make a lot of money, but isn't that what we want to stop? We don't want drug dealers. Isn't that a thing? Yeah, yeah. You think you legalize it, and then it goes uh, 100% legal. Yeah. Like, people wouldn't be buying it from the underground dealers, but you don't really see that. And you wouldn't have, like... I mean, people still might buy it from them, but I think it would be definitely less if I could walk into, a, like, a Speedway. Yeah. Like, if there was a Speedway-type building, I walk in there, and I'm like, oh, like, oh, actually, I go to... The reason I brought up supplement stores is, like, Fitness First is a place I go. It's next to Titans. Yeah, yeah, I love that place. They're, They're good, great, great people there. Yeah, good people. Imagine if they had... If that same concept of a strip mall building, mm-hmm. literally just said... Hemp first was like their name. So you can do it with hemp. Oh, well, okay. So weed first. Right? Yeah. If it was with cannabis, whew, yeah, that would be crazy. So could you imagine if they were just selling cannabis and they have all these different strains, they have all this different shit, and they have this little glass case where you buy it and whatever. I feel like that would be a good business for you would... I mean, we're hitting all the points here. You're getting small business. Yep. You're getting tax money. You're getting cleaner weed for people aren't dying. Mm-hmm. People aren't smoking bad shit. So if you look to Montana, yeah. we have a few great customers in Montana. It's pretty much like that. To get a license for a dispensary, a single license, I believe the application fee is like $500 or 1000 Like, they're doing it right. Like, Oklahoma, Wild West out there, man, yeah. with regu- regulations. And it's great because everyone can produce some really high-quality product and get it out there. Yeah. But in Ohio, we move like molasses. Yeah, well. Incredibly slow. Yeah, I've been on the side of, my, of our governor here, Mike DeWine. He's been a great... I think he's done a great job through all this. Uh, I know he's been much maligned with certain groups, um, you know, because he closed down the fucking local Applebee's and you couldn't go down to the Denny's and get a grand slam. But, <laughs> but I mean, Jesus, I mean, he tried to save your life. I don't know how bad it was. I don't know how bad coronavirus is. We can get into that later. I don't know how bad it is. Okay, I'm over it. <laughs> Everyone's over yeah, it. Yeah, like, okay. Well, the, when the media stopped talking. I think, you know what? I thought it was the media stopped talking about it and everyone got over it, but I really think everyone just got sick of it and then yeah. they stopped talking about it. Well, they can't lock us. Like, I think, like, they locked us down for a little bit. Like, there's literally nothing open. I don't think now that they're opening shit back up, they cannot do that again. Yeah, I don't know if people will. We wouldn't it. go for it again. We just I don't like, think oh, they'll listen. That. Yeah. No. Like there's people down in California going to the beaches. There's people down in uh, uh, just here, in, like especially in Ohio. Like, I mean, it wasn't too bad here in Ohio from the start, but I'm glad it. But it was not too bad because we closed everything. I thought. Yeah, we took some great precautions. I think. Uh, I think when it got more benign. Yeah. Mike DeWine got a little bit of talking done to him. Like when he brought sure. up that stay home in your pajamas day, which was meant for, you know, just the college or high school kids, but everyone took it literally. Yeah, I think he had, I mean. I think what he did was fantastic, but that was a little bit, uh, that took people off base because it made it a little bit more childish, and they were like, we need to keep this as serious as possible if yeah. it's actually serious. Yeah, I don't know. Like, it, it seemed weird. I don't like the companies. Like, hey, companies. Like, I saw an Oreo commercial for fucking coronavirus. Like, this is what we're doing. All again. of them. I'm like, hey, I'm good. Just make cookies. You know, <laughs> like you're all, like, I get it. Yeah. I'm good. Mm-hmm. Just make your fucking cookies. Like, hey, Toyota. Like, we're good. Just make your car. You know, make your Corollas. I don't give a fuck. I'm on the hunt do. for a new car right now. You are. You still got the Civic though. I do have the Civic, but you know, I'm I got 11 months left. Oh fuck. My equity is pretty much even with what it's worth. Uh, I, th- I think I might only have to put 300 down to cancel off that negative equity. 
I'll go down to the dealership, dude. I don't know what I want. I've been looking. It's oh. tough to find a car. You know when you get so settled in and accustomed to a certain car, yeah. and you go look and you compare everything to it, and you can't find yeah. it? Well, it's... I drive an 01 Civic. I saw her out there. It's a beauty. She's pretty for yeah, an 01. It's shiny as fuck. I didn't see any rust. I actually think it has a little bit, but it's no big deal. Yeah, we don't know um, <laughs> I think, dude, I hate people. I mean, you're exa- you were in, you're part of this crowd. Cause I don't like the, I don't like the people that go out get a new car every couple months, years. Cause I'm like, oh, you know where those cars are going? Landfills, dude. Mm-hmm. I mean, yours isn't because it's gonna be sold as a used car. But I mean, let's right. be real. Especially now, like all these rents, these rental car places are fucked. Dude, they're offing cars. Like yeah, they're right. fucked. Yeah. They're so fucked. I don't know what they're gonna do with them all, but like Avis is having to sell back like 82 percent of its inventory. I saw like literally 82 wow. is a pretty yeah. That's a lot. That's a ton. Hmm. Maybe I can pick one up for the low. You can get like a, yeah, like <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. Like Toyota's like actually really worried about how their um their used car values are gonna go because they give a lot of Camrys and Corollas to uh, Avis and Enterprise and all these dealerships. Mm-hmm. So they're like really worried about how if they sell off all these Camrys and Corollas, they'll flood the market and they won't be selling yeah, a lot. Well, like five thousand dollar eighteens. Right. Right. And it's like oh fuck, we're screwed. They're selling five thousand dollar two thousand eighteens. That's what they're worried about. Yeah, if that happens, <laughs> then I'm going to pick up three. <laughs> yeah, right. They're worried about these fucking cars flooding the used car market. That would be terrible. So, yeah, it's. I mean, it's going to happen, though. Yeah. That's right. I'm sure. Well, hopefully I can get it. I can't find a car I like. It's tough. It's, You're looking at new cars? Yeah. I'm between uh, Alfa Romeo, um, Jul- Julia Sport. <laughs> fucking, it, it's a little too small. Dude, that's a... <laughs> I'm looking for fast. I'm at the sure. point where I want speed now. Sure. I had a needs to be stick shift, so that's a crazy regulation there because they don't make cars in stick shift they don't. anymore. But tip, if you want to prevent your car from being stolen, most of the time stick get a stick shift. shift. Nowadays, these kids. No one can buy. No one can drive <laughs> stick shift. Dude. I know so many people now that literally cannot drive stick shift. Right, right. Adults. Oh, Adults really? Adults that can't drive it. Wow. I work with salespeople that can't drive stick shift. Mm-hmm. I believe that they got to go back. And they will literally get a they'll get a car on trade that's stick and they'll just leave it because they can't touch it. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Uh, good days. But yeah, the stick shift people. I think stick shift is easier because you don't break as much shit. But having an automatic, so nice. Yeah, it's cruise mobile. I feel weird when I get an automatic now. Yeah, I feel like I should be doing something extra. Yeah, because you're just sitting there. You're yeah, just holding, you can hold one hand. <laughs> you can go two hands even. You can't do two hands in your car. You got fucking. I do one hand in the car. I eat and drive stick. Oh, Jesus. I, I, dude, I mastered it. I mastered well, yeah, it. at this point, you can just do this or you hit it with your fucking wrist. Yeah, exactly. Snacking with one arm, steering with the knee. <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't do that. <laughs> steering with the knee. I saw girl. I saw people post that on their stories before. Oh, yeah, that They would course. drive with their knees. I'm like, oh, that's kind of dangerous. Dude, you know what's the most dangerous? I see videos leg out the window and yes. driving. That, that is an accident waiting to fucking that's how you happen. Break it. That's how you lose a hip. <laughs> a fucking leg hip. will come off, yeah. <laughs> get caught on the stop sign when you pull up. Yeah, fuck. Mm. So you get fucking, can you get T-boned with your leg out the window? Dude, oh my God. Fuck. Well, I fucking talked to this guy. You probably know this, but... You don't know this guy, but these people, they'll come up to me, and I don't know what it is, but people tell me they had sex. This is a weird turn, but yeah. I just thought about it. Yeah. But old people, older people, well, in their 30s and 40s. Well, so, specifically, older people enjoy telling you they had sex. Yes. In in weird just places? In, just in general. <laughs> they just tell me that they had sex. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Because I started doing this joke where I was like, 
God, I hate when I say I started doing this joke, but I literally would say, like, oh, I did sex. Mm. Like, oh, I was watching two birds flying around doing sex a couple days ago, right? Mm. And people thought I was fucking hilarious. And I'm like, all right, cool, man. But I wanted it to die because then people came up to me and were like, dude, I did sex a couple days ago. And I'm like, okay, cool. So then these people would come up to me and they go, oh, uh, we were doing (laughs) this one fucking guy, dude. He comes up to me and he goes, I was inside my girl yesterday. Wow. And I said, dude. (laughs) That's graphic. Take a step back. And he's like, what? I'm like, never start a conversation with what you just fucking said. And he goes, why, dude? That's what it was. I'm like, I know that's what it was. I know what sex is, mm. but don't ever say I was inside. <laughs> <laughs> that's the grossest shit you could have ever said. Yeah, it's incredibly vulgar. <laughs> yeah. I was, oh, I was inside. Hey, dude, take what a step back. A, what a way to get a point across, though. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I knew exactly what he was talking about. That's a serial killer shit, though. That's some serial killer shit. If you say, I'm inside her. So, have, did you ever meet this guy who told you this before? Yeah, we yeah we had been friends. And then now I'm like, I don't know if I want to talk to this guy. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, all right, that's it. I'm you out know. on this. This guy, I'm done. We, I'm, we were good up to this point, but once you said that, I have to Everything talk. was cool until now with this guy. Because he fucking blew my mind with that. And he's like, dude, <laughs> what? I'm like, just take a step back and say... I was having, I was doing sex. That actually is a lot better. Well, yeah, that's accurate to the joke. <laughs> yeah, because then you could tell me the joke, and then you could say whatever you did. You know, oh, you know, I fucking punched her in the face, or whatever. You know, you're gonna say. Because some people say some crazy shit. That's but... a crazy fetish, getting punched in the face. Do you do you have? You don't have to say them. But now we're 118 minutes deep. 118 minutes. Oh, sorry. <laughs> we are. 87 minutes deep. Okay, 87. Sorry, I just read it as a 117. <laughs> you know, the time on the garage, man, the Apple products, dude. Yeah, it runs back. Yeah. Dude, is, so what's your record for longest podcast? This will be the longest. Dude, keep it running. Yeah, I so mean, do you have any crazy fetishes? I got an email last week about crazy fetishes. Well, I guess it then depends what's a crazy fetish. I don't like anything that's disgusting, if yeah. we could put it at that. Like. Boy, like, what's disgusting? Like, where do you draw the line? Like, what would be, like, like my draw the line is, like, I'm not going to be doing, like, don't pee on me. Yep, yep, no. I'm not a that. pee guy. I'm not a fucking... And I would tell these people, too. I don't, I don't like the other end. None, yeah, don't poo on no, me. Yeah, none of that. Don't, don't fucking, you know... Like, when I see people, like, oh, spit in my mouth, I mean, I cringe a bit. I don't know if I... I've never had that happen. Like, I mean, I've only... Mm. People know this about me. I've only had one girlfriend you know so or one serious girlfriend i would say that's great you know so that's, I, a, that's a great thing no but i mean like i don't know what is crazy and what isn't well because i'm in this bubble so you've been on the internet of course we, you, that's where i get the spit <laughs> that's where i get the spit in my mouth thing yeah there's some pretty ridiculous things out there and you know you go as far as your you and your partner are comfortable yeah together, i guess and and I, uh, dude, it's got to depend on longevity because some people are just natural oh, yeah. freaks and they meet at a bar and it's everything first night. And then some people oh, build together. Yeah. yeah. This one guy, well, this is what the email was. He said, I hate my fetishes. How do I get rid of them? I have two fetishes I feel genuinely disgusted by. He sent this to you? Yeah. Awesome, dude. Viewer content. <laughs> Let's go. He said, I hate my fetishes. How do I get rid of them? And I said, I, he said, I have two fetishes and I genuinely feel disgusted by them and I hate myself because of them. Is there any advice on how to get over it? This was last week, and I was like, well, you don't get over them. You need to find someone that maybe, I mean, like you said, don't go out 
looking for a girl, right? Don't go on fucking Tinder or whatever and say, hey, let's, you know, she get you get to do sex with a girl, right? Or a guy. I don't know if this is a girl or a guy. I don't want to out him. So you're out and you're like, all right, then you get back. Don't fucking, don't blast it on the first night. Yeah. Come on, guys. Yeah. <laughs> if, if that's what's going on, yeah. Don't fucking put, don't, Jesus Christ, just went through puberty with that fucking. <laughs> but uh, don't. Yeah, yeah, just take your time. Maybe take her to a nice dinner. You know, maybe have sex a few times. Gauge the situation. A few months together, maybe. Yeah, I mean, until you pull some heavy stuff. Unless she comes out a freak up front, and then that's yeah, a red if flag she's in, Yeah, if she's into weird stuff, first night, go through what you got to go through, right? I'm not telling you not to do something. But, you know, I mean, do the job. You know what I'm saying? But it, it's, it sounds like this guy just doesn't want these fetishes yeah. anymore. I mean, don't do not do that to yourself either because that will be a self-hate. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. That, and that's the worst thing you could do is hate yourself, man. Yeah. Have care about you. You could do your fetishes, dude. There is somebody out there. This is my did biggest. He, did he say what the fetishes were? No, he didn't tell me. What a mm. fucking pussy. No. <laughs> <laughs> fucking tell me the fetishes, man. But oh, the, uh, the it's probably something fucking wild then. Or, or it happened one time where he's like, Oh, I want to pee on you. And, I mean, that happens. I'm not the guy to say that doesn't happen because that shit happens. People pee on each other. And that's strange, but it happens. It probably happened one time and the girl was like, oh, gross. Or he probably wanted, like, lick her toes. And she was like, oh, gross. It's probably not even that gross. I mean, that's... Yeah, probably with the wrong that's person. That's not disgusting. There's a lot more disgusting things yeah. than that. Well, I could name ten. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> there are guys out there that want, like... I mean, I don't even judge. Like, you can do whatever you want in the bedroom. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. Just, that's why I never understood about people hating gay people. Dude. I never understood that. I, I don't I don't get it either, man. You want to fuck a guy? Dude. Let him be happy. Let, let everyone do what they want as long as it doesn't hurt other people. I or never, it's not destroying society's integrity. Yeah. I that's never it. cared about two girls, two guys, seven guys. Didn't matter. No. I've never even thought like strangely about yeah, it. Yeah. It's like, oh, look, two guys. They're holding hands. Cool. Maybe they'll have sex. And maybe it's maybe subconsciously, like, I'm like, good for them. Yeah, man. Why not? Do if you. They found, like, I don't care what you do in, in your own time. And if there's less guys out there fucking girls, there's more girls for the guy for guys like me. Well, yeah. If I was single. Not, yeah. Dude, well, so I used to, well, I used to be, I, I guess, we saw each other at the bar all the time. This gay guy. Really, really cool dude. Are you about to, <laughs> are you about to say you're. You're about to say you're gay. He threw me lay, he threw me layups all the time. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm about to say you about to say Oh, you. me and him? Yeah. That would be some shock value right there, dude. God damn. No, but dude, he used to throw me layups all the time. Sure. And like just because it's natural, they have friends. Right. So so why not I I don't understand the prejudice. Do gay it, guys? It makes, it makes no sense. Dude, I had my first girlfriend ever. My first I've only had two, but my first one. That wasn't really that serious, but Hope she doesn't listen to this. She'll be like, that wasn't that serious. What grade was this? Oh, I was a, I was a junior going to be senior in high school, and she was a senior going to be a junior, a freshman in college. How long were you guys together? A year. It's relatively serious. I yeah. know. Yeah, it was pretty serious. But yeah. she, I mean, it wasn't like a year though. Because, it's a high school year. But it wasn't like a year because like we started dating in like March, April, and then she went away to school in August. Mm-hmm. So then there was like that. There's like the gap. There's like long law period. You know, but uh, she had this, we had this mutual, I guess, gay friend. Mm-hmm. 
the gay guys that are friends with the girls, mm-hmm. I don't like those guys. No? I don't like that. I don't like that at all. Why? Like, well, we weren't like good friends, him and I. Mm. And so like he was like in with my girlfriend. I'm like, and, like subconsciously probably. or like. So yeah, he was friends with your girlfriend. And you before were, I was dating oh, her. Fr- and then like now we're, we're in. And I'm like, ah, you fucking. Did he like you? I mean, who doesn't? Well, fine. but <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, I could get guys, girls, both doubled up. No, I'm kidding. He goes every which way, folks. Yeah, <laughs> doesn't matter if it's a slow night. It's a slow night. God. But that'll that'll probably be it for this fucking podcast. Yeah. <laughs> what a way to yeah, end. Yeah, what, what an ending. Um, that'll be it. This is End of the Woods, episode 46. Thanks, Luke, for coming on. Don't yeah. forget to check him out. What's your Instagram again? Yeah, Luke Grovebags, L-U-K-E-G-R-O-V-E-B-A-G-S, the finest cannabis packaging in the industry. Please hit me up on Instagram if you need any help. Yeah, he just assumes you can't spell. So that's the end of the podcast. Um, thank you so much, and we'll see you guys next week.